Catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com. This is Loris Greed, and today we take a look at the topic, you are the breadwinner in the relationship. And so, money is a serious issue. In fact, it's a great determinant to a successful relationship. As in the words on Nigerian's music, David Doe, love is sweet, but when money enter, love is sweeter. More women than ever before are the breadwinners in their household. And while the aim should be to have a financial split that makes sense for each couple, research shows that this particular brand of imbalance can make some uncomfortable, so much so that some women lie about their earnings. For as long as it has been around, money has been associated with the belief that money is equal to power. This by default means that whoever is the breadwinner holds more power and is thus more important in the relationship. Even if you think it doesn't, there is a chance your subconscious feels otherwise. Now, in this conversation, we will explore how to have a healthy financial relationship with your partner, no matter who is bringing home the bacon. I've been joined by two people, a male and a female, so that we can have a balanced point of view. The female is a TV and film producer and a fashion designer. I have also a film director and a content creator. Let's welcome Falcon and Dozier. Hello, Falcon. Hi. Hi, Dozier. Thanks for having me. Dozier, how are you doing today? I'm good. Good afternoon. Okay. Good afternoon, Falcon. Uh, good afternoon. Good afternoon. <laughs> Welcome on the show. All right, so we're talking basically breadwinning in relationships. Now that sometimes we know that according to logic, according to standard, what has been from the beginning is for the man to bring home the bacon, to be the one to take responsibility of the finances of the family. But then again, we cannot deny the fact that some things might happen and then the man cannot uh, do what he's supposed to do and then the woman steps in. So we're going to be talking about how to strike a balance that the man doesn't start feeling incapacitated. He doesn't start feeling like he is, in quotes, in the Nigerian palace, is a woman rapper, and then the woman is the head of the home. All right. So let's start with you, Dozier. Opening up about your finances in a relationship is very sensitive, really. And it's one that many couples are skeptical about doing. So as a man, Dozier, what's your take on it? Should your woman know how much you earn? Okay, to answer that question, right, let me start with a little background about myself. I have been married for six years, okay? So as regards that, prior to when my wife and I were courting, when we were dating and all that, I was pretty much open. I told her, this is the amount I'm earning, X, Y, Z. And this is what I just, matter of fact, I was just, I was pretty much transparent about our finances. And from that particular moment till now, or from that time, she pretty much managed everything. Matter of fact, she even helped manage my finances better because she is very good at planning. She is very good at me. I could be, I see this. I want to do that. I just take off and just jump up and damn the consequences and just go ahead and do it. But she is more, She's a planner. She likes to arrange things and all that. So right from the onset, she took care of the finances. I was pretty much plain and open about anything. A matter of fact, fast forward into the marriage till now, any any amount that comes in, I let her know, hey, babe, this is X, Y, Z that came in. And I say, either if I want to do music or something, I say, okay, let's talk about it. 
should we do, I'm thinking about doing it for ABC or I'm doing it for one, two, three. And she would say, okay, I either agree or disagree or let's come to a compromise and do so, so and so and so. So from the onset, I've been pretty much open about every penny that comes into my hands. So that's it for me. Okay. For you, uh, Falcon, <laughs> as a woman, many women lie about their earnings. They don't want to allow, allow their man know how much it is they earn with the fear of, oh, he might start asking me or he won't give me money anymore if he knows I earned this amount of money. So as a woman, do you think it's okay for your man to know how much it is you earn? Yes, actually. <laughs> I'm, I'm knee-deep in the school of thought that... Um, a marriage is a partnership. Even a relationship, a committed relationship, is a partnership. I think that couples should always be open and um, upfront about their finances. I was, my husband was. It's not something he was used to, right? But it was something that he eventually um, started doing, you know. At some point in our relationship, we, I used to, he would... Um, he would get some money and then do something and then come back. Oh, oh, babe, I did so so and so and so. I'm like, dude, you, you know, you, you know, you have to tell me, right? You know, you, you should, you know, you have to. It, when money comes in, you know, I, I should know. He's like, oh yeah. I, I said, I know, I understand. You've been single for so long, you don't understand. You don't know <laughs> that you're supposed to share certain information with your wife or your girl. At the time, I mean, I was his, I was just, I was his um girlfriend. We were not yeah. married at the time. Yeah. We've been together for for going on to four years, we'll be married for two. Now, okay. um, now our finances were the first thing that we talked about when we decided to go for the long haul. We um, talked about how monies were going to be spent. Well, we agreed already from the onset that we would pull resources. There was no breadwinner. We were both breadwinners, mm -hmm. right, in, in my relationship. We were both breadwinners. So we pull our resources and we do what needs to be done. Whoever needs to do stuff will do it, but the other has to know what is available. So yeah, that's my own um, reality. Mm, I love that. Now we'll still come back to the part of um, men not wanting to uh, disclose what they earn because they feel some women are just gold diggers and the woman is ex she spends exorbitantly and she spends too much and all of that. So they're not willing to open up. We'll come to that part, but still with you, Falcon. There's a school of thought of my money is my money. Women know my money is my money, but his money is our money. <laughs> All right. So do you share this school of thought that my money is my money and our money is our money? If yes, why? And if no, why? No, I don't. Actually, okay. I've had a lot, lot of fights because of that. <laughs> I've, had a lot of, I've had a lot of fights with females because I'm like, no, 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 you can't do that. How can you be? How can you claim to like someone? Not even love. Let's not even say love. How can you claim to like someone and say you cannot spend? Because okay, so I heard this conversation happened a long time ago, probably in the early two thousands. I heard two ladies speaking about spending on their men, and 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 I was I was gobsmacked because I don't understand that that this is my reality. I I I just do stuff. I'm I'm not even thinking. Is he a man or is he a woman? I'm just like. This thing needs to be done and let's do it. You know, say so I cannot spend my money on a man. His money is, is our money. But my, no, I'm like, no, 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 no. No, that's parasitism. That's not symbiosis. And and a marriage or a relationship is supposed to be symbiotic, not, not parasitic. Mm -hmm. 
So yeah, that's that's my thoughts. Mm, I like that. I like that. So your love for this person should even be making you willing to spend as much as you can to make the person happy. I like that. Dosia, let's come to you. We understand that it is generally the responsibility of the man to cater for the home and to meet the financial obligations yeah. in the relationship. Now, however, tables may turn. Yeah. And the man cannot carry yeah. out a responsibility and the woman steps in. Now, does in such a situation, how can a man ensure that he doesn't start feeling insecure and he doesn't start feeling like he's living in the shadows of his woman? Okay. For me, my own point of view, yeah, it is, first of all, if you're, you're in a relationship with somebody, you're married to this person, there should be, I believe for that situation to work, there should be some form of mutual understanding and respect for each other, yeah? Because a relationship basically is a function of two givers, yes? And by that giving, I'm not narrowing it to just money. So it's a giving of, you know, mutual respect, mutual love, and all that, and all that. And every single thing is based on understanding. So if in a plane that has, a plane has, a captain and a co-pilot, pilot and a co-pilot. When the pilot is down or something, that's the reason why the co-pilot is there, to be able to fly the plane, land the plane. The co-pilot will not stand up and say, do you know what? You are not meant to be a pilot. Something happened to you. No. What I'm trying to say in essence is there should be mutual understanding and respect for each other. Even if the man, yes, is meant to be the breadwinner and something happens, and he goes down or he can't bring in the front and the woman picks up the button. I don't think it should come to the point where the man should feel less of himself. I know naturally, you know women, we have the yes, they are naturally we should be the we should be the people bringing in the money ideally. But sometimes our egos get the better of us. We start feeling down, we start feeling bad, we start feeling like we should be doing much more and all that. But on the other hand, I also feel it's not some people, some ladies, am I wrong, am I not the wrong, sometimes might tend to make the person feel less of himself. So that's why I said it's a relationship, a functional relationship, a working relationship. It's a function of two people who have mutual respect for each other. So I see you down in the trenches. I don't shoot you. I don't further harm you. I encourage you. I tell you it's going to be fine. I tell you, don't worry, things are going to work out. And you pump encouragement into the person. Mm. That's my take. Mm. I, I don't see. know if I answered your question. Yes, you have. Yes, you have answered my question. I mean, uh, you, I love that scenario of you're in a plane and then one the head pilot is down and the co-pilot just takes over to help. Uh, Falcon, coming to the woman and she's stepping in to be the breadwinner in the relationship. How can a woman ensure that she doesn't lose respect for a man? Because to be honest, it can be mentally exhausting. Honesty. And does he mention that some women just make you feel less of yourself because they're the one bringing uh, home the bread? So as a woman, how can you ensure that you do not lose respect for your man and then you don't make him feel less of himself? Okay, quickly, let me just say this. When women feel the need to, so to speak, I don't like using the word, but let me just use it now for the purpose of this conversation, emasculate a man because he's not bringing home the bacon like he used to or he's not bringing home the bacon at all. It's as a result of a sense of entitlement that they feel entitled to the man's money. And since it's not longer useful, there's no 
already the relationship was based on a false premise so that relationship is already faulty in the first place because if mm. a relationship is based like dozier said based on mutual respect and love there will be no reason for anyone to feel um to make another person feel male or female to make them feel like they're less of a human because they're not bringing home money i'll use myself um as a as an example here now i'm a filmmaker right um usually we're busy but then corona came and everything slowed down my husband also works from home and he's an illustrator so he he works can work <laughs> he's working in in u.s he's working in europe he's working everywhere from his bedroom here do you understand so he has been bringing home food while I have hardly brought home um, bread in the last, say, 18 months since, um, since the virus started. I've had a few jobs, but I've not, I've not, I mean, I've not really done much compared, compared to what I used to do. So are you saying that because I'm not bringing home as much as I used to, then my husband should make me feel like I'm useless? Because really, also, the, the problem is um, most women feel shortchanged because they feel, oh, I'm bringing home the bacon and I'm still... Uh, taking the lion's share of the housework and taking care of children and all of that. So they feel like they're shortchanged. And I get that. I understand that. That's why people should have conversations apart from planning the wedding. They should also, also be planning how these things will pan out in their relationships. Because my husband and I, we not only pool resources, we pull in our efforts. We do everything together. We take care of our daughter together. We do the housework together. He does. We have a we have a system. He does some things. I do something. So nobody feels that they're um, shortchanged, right? So you're you're basically you're happily doing everything apart from the fact that you need to be happy. You don't feel you're less than a human yeah. in your relationship. So that is another yeah. um, thing that we need to. We need to uh, put into consideration because it, it, all these feelings, these um, um, feelings that women feel, they don't come out from the blues. It's coming from somewhere. And we can't just say, oh, it's bad, it's this. Well, you have to co- know where they're coming from and then nip it in the bud. Mm. Basically, you were saying, so I, can, I could hear you making some, <laughs> some comments, Anthony. Please go ahead. May I add to what Falcon is saying? I really, I really resonate and love where she's coming from. It's here for. For me, a home. Now, let me let me focus on, let's say, man, woman, husband, and wife. Now, let me focus on that because that's that's my area. For a home is like I said earlier, a successful home is not a function of two takers, but two givers. It's not a function of, hey, this is who I am, or this is this is my position in the house, and you you are. This is your position in the house. Is a function of, it's a symbiotic relationship. Wherever you are lacking, the other person fits in. It cascades not just to finances, but to every other aspect of homekeeping. Do you understand? Mm. Let me just deviate a little bit, but I'm trying to buttress my point. Some men might say it is the woman's job to take care of the children, you know, when the diaper is sold, when the, the, the child is just, it's, it's, it's your duty, your, it's your, it's your thing. You understand? I can go out and chill with my friends when it comes to, but ideally it's a balance. Wherever I see you struggling, I come in and help. That is the idea. That is how it's meant to be. It's not meant to be someone's job. If this person is tilting to, you see the person struggling in this area, you come in, you help balance the person out. 
you see this person struggling, your partner struggling, you saw that era, you come in, balance yourself out. So once you're, it's like there's mutual respect and it's too divas, it's going to be okay. It's going to be smooth sailing. I understand you. I respect you. I know where you're going to. But also, it doesn't make it, 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 it's not an excuse for the man to be lazy and to become a couch potato and put his feet up on Netflix all day and say that, after all, my wife is bringing me money. I can do whatever I want to do. No. But what I'm saying is mutual balance, mutual respect, mutual love, symbiotic relationship, and everything will work out fine. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you. Mm. All right, then let's wrap up the conversation. I think both of you have said so much and anyone listening right now will agree with me that we've actually nipped the board in the head, honestly. But that dossier, before we run off, we can't rule out the fact that some men are irresponsible and lazy. I understand that life may happen. Some of them might lose their job. Some of them might have, there's an accident, there's an health issue and they can't work. And then the woman has to step in to run the home and all of that. But then again, there are some men that are irresponsible and outrightly lazy. So how do we deal with such issues as women? For me, I would say dealing with this starts from the onset. When you people are still, let's say it's a marriage, like I said, that's my area. When you people are still dating and all that, you should be able to, I think you should be able to a certain uh, degree, see how a person's character is and be able to know what kind of person. I don't think people change overnight, you know. Someone who is actually diligent, hardworking, puts in that, you know, work, will suddenly become lazy and sit down and just look around i think those character traits are actually there from the beginning if we search if we properly look not if we don't get tired of so much emotions and all that you see the person you look at the person's friends you look at how the person deals with difficult situations all those things matter they come into knowing and understanding the kind of person so i don't think maybe if you're in a relationship or in a marriage and all that and five years down the line the person suddenly becomes a couch potato and is lazy and is. I don't think that thing just came out out of the blue. I feel those traits have been there. Yep. And this person has been like that right from time. It's just that maybe you didn't take that much time to notice this particular person's character, this particular person's traits. Hmm. So that's, that hmm. is it. Hmm. How can you wear? I see you agree with what Dozier is saying. Yeah, I agree. The, most people are covered, uh, you know, their 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 sights are covered in um, stardust when they first <laughs> get into a relationship. Oh, I'm in love. I think I blame Hollywood, really. I blame Hollywood for this notion, for this idea of love. Blame filmmakers, filmmakers. <laughs> <laughs> no, Hollywood, Hollywood. I'm not saying filmmakers because all of us, you know, all of us sort of sort of came out from Hollywood, sort of, you know. I blame Hollywood, really, because if Hollywood didn't come and tell us that you have to see stars and butterflies have to be in your belly, you know, and then you don't. That's why there are so many divorces, mm. because if you think about it and ask the right questions and open your eyes to see the red flags, there are very few problems that will come up in your relationship that you are not already aware of. Most people say he just changed into wanting, wanting, wanting. I don't I don't think so. I don't believe it because in my experience as a human being, and I've been here for almost 40 years, I don't think so. People don't just change. Mm. 
They don't just do that. They, they already have these things in them. And if your eyes are open, and not just your third eye, your eye, your, these two eyes that we have on, our, on the top of our heads, if they're open, you will see these things. Even, even if it's in, in small doses, but you'll see them. And you can make informed decisions. So it's yeah, better that be, during uh, courting, while you're still dating, have these discussions. Notice any red flags. If he's the kind of man that is quite stingy, even while you're, you're in relationship, in a relationship before marriage, doesn't give you, he doesn't like giving, and it doesn't work, he's always a very lazy person, then you shouldn't be surprised when you start seeing all of that in marriage. So it, the, the job has to be done from the talking stage, even up to um, when you get married. So your final words before we run off, Dozier, quickly, um, what do you have to say about this topic that we discussed today? Um, first of all, um, a marriage is a, is a partnership. It's a relationship. It's successful. Marriage is the, it's where, like I've said over and over and over again, it's a, it's a, it's, it's where two givers meet. It's where two people who have respect for each other. You must have respect for each other. You must love each other. Because when you have two givers, there's nobody holding anything back. Things become easier. So it cascades not just to finances, it cascades to maybe settling disputes and all that. The first person that speaks to say, I'm sorry. Imagine two people being quick to say, I'm sorry. It makes everything easier. Two people that are quick to forgive. Two people that are quick to, oh, I'm giving, I'm buying this for you. No strings at all cash or anything it's two people that are quick to you have issues with your we have issues with cash okay i have some cash take this one you know it's not a function of holding back when you have one person holding back holding back respect or one person holding back something and one person is keeps giving now where while are they stuck on the dark that's where the issues start coming up cracks start coming up and all that but when you have two people that are you know divas it's fine Mm. It's not just a, like I said, it's not just about money. It cascades, it cuts across, it cuts across both. Mm. Okay, then. That's my, that's my final. Amazing, amazing. Falcon. Yeah, so thank you very much, Dozier. That, that says half of what I wanted to say. But then um, I'm going to add this to, to, to the women being a breadwinner, being, being the person, the primary earner of the family is actually something to be proud of. Is something that um, is becoming more of the norm now. It used to be the so, so funny thing. It used to be the norm, but I mean, you know, somewhere we lost our our footing. <laughs> somewhere in the middle of uh, colonization, we lost our footing. But it's becoming a thing of the norm again. It is not an opportunity to to de berate people or degrade people. It's an it's a privilege that you are the person who's bringing home the bacon. It's a privilege and you should treat it as such uh, and not become um, uh, a terrorist mm -hmm. or Cruella de Vil or something. <laughs> Just, yeah, be kind, be kind because this life is like, it goes around and comes around. Mm -hmm. It could be, it yeah. could be you tomorrow. I mean, it the could woman. Be you. It mm -hmm. could be you tomorrow. It could mm -hmm. be you. 
it's such an insightful conversation. I mean, personally, I've learned a lot. I'm not married yet, but then, I mean, I've learned one or two things that I can use when I finally get married. It's such an insightful conversation. I've been speaking with the TV and film producer and fashion designer. Apparently, both of them are into the movie making industry. Can you can you just imagine? Both. Um, yeah, we'll go hook up afterwards. No worry. <laughs> I've been speaking with Dozier Ilozi. He's a film director and content creator. And I've been also speaking with Adugo Falcon Uzoma Debimpe. She's a TV film producer and a fashion designer. We're talking about breadwinning relationships. Thank you both for joining me. And uh, I hope to do this with you sometime later. No, Wahala. Thank you so much. Thank you for having us. All right, change starts with us and we have to rewire ourselves in order for the younger generations to break the cycle when the lady is the breadwinner in the relationship and the man is supportive and an equal partner in all things, your kids or your future kids will see that and learn it as their own normal. And this is just a friendly reminder, right, that you are badass who deserves everything you earn and you deserve a partner who celebrates you and isn't threatened by your success. Thanks for listening and don't forget to catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com.